to another episode of the whole nine sports podcast as always i'm your host dylan sanders at dilly sanders on twitter um we have my co-host brandon olson at wns underscore brandon and yet again we have another fantastic guest who i will let introduce himself uh mellow from the stick to football podcast you can catch me there uh twice a week and on twitter at mellow awesome uh well welcome we're glad to have you thanks for yeah thanks for having me on on, guys First thing, first thing I need to get to real quick is uh, I, I need to know why you hated on my having to wait till cheat day to do my sticky chug. You know, I just I kind of felt called out because I have to wait and do it on a certain day. And then you come in and you do yours and you expect everybody else to like have it done the next day, man. I just I, I didn't like the, the I didn't mind the same day. My way. I did That's like great. two hours. I did like two hours after you challenged me, Bolson. So Brandon. So, yeah, we have a, a little uh, boys trip coming up this weekend, so I figure that'll be a good opportunity for me to throw back some beer. So that's a, that is a good excuse. I mean, look, I don't hate on people waiting. We have uh, one of the guys I challenge. He's waiting. And, uh, you know, I don't have a problem with it. Wait for your cheat days. As long as you do it, I don't think it matters when <laughs> you do it. Yeah, no cheat days for me. That's for sure. Uh, every day is a cheat day. <laughs> um. So I guess we can go ahead and start. Do you have anything else to say about? Uh, do you have anything else to whine about, Brandon? No, I'm I'm good. Uh, I'm good <laughs> for now. <laughs> Alrighty. So, um, mellow. This upcoming season is uh, is looking pretty fun for college football. Uh, we were just wondering who your Heisman candidates were. Uh, Heisman candidates, it's tough because there's a lot of guys that I like a lot, except for the Heisman has been such a quarterback heavy award lately. I like Rondale Moore out of Purdue is a player that I really love to watch. And I think that Purdue is going to do everything they can to get the ball in his hands, but he's a sophomore. He's a receiver kick returner type guy. So I'm looking forward to seeing him and I think he's going to have a big year. But the Heisman, I think it's going to have to go to a quarterback this year. And luckily, there are some pretty damn good ones in college football. You look at the top two, I think, Tua and Trevor Lawrence, those two are going to be battling it out all year long, probably until the national championship. So I think being the number one team in the nation really helps. I think being the quarterback on that team really helps. So I think one of those guys has probably got to be the early on favorite to win that award. I know you're going to be seeing a couple of uh, of Heisman candidates on your, uh, on your tailgate tour. Um, it's something we've asked um, both of your uh, podcast mates. We're wondering what uh, stop you're looking forward to most. Uh, for me, it's it's going to be the first stop. I mean, Texas at LSU. Not even trying to be a Texas homer. I just uh, the excitement there for the first week, the first game is is it's really good. So that one is going to be up there. But on, really, now that I think about it, the Wisconsin game is probably going to be jam packed. I think we're going to have a lot of our podcast listeners there. And uh, I hear they like to party up in Wisconsin, so I think I'll fit in just fine. <laughs> what about uh? Why are none of you saying <laughs> Jets Browns? Like, come on, man! <laughs> well, Jets the Jets Browns? Jets Browns is going to be on a Monday night, so I- I'm going to have to skip that one. 
are you kidding me? So now it's the second time that stick to football is coming up to New York and I'm not going to get to fight you. Hey, man, it's it's not my fault. They they scheduled that tailgate tour on a Monday night knowing I have a full-time job. So don't blame me. It's definitely their fault. I am blaming you. Exactly. You, you chose to be a teacher. I'm blaming you for it. <laughs> Is this one of those, like, the profession chose me, I didn't choose it type deals, maybe? No, I don't accept <laughs> that. <laughs> I think it's he knew that you were going, so he had to make sure. They, they knew that you would be going. They had to make sure to separate you and Mello. I think they know that me and Baker Mayfield being in the same area would not be a good idea, and I would probably try to fight him and then just get fired. <laughs> so I don't even think it has to do with Brandon. I think you can probably just blame it on Baker Mayfield. <laughs> wow, Mello's really scheduling the whole tailgate tour around avoiding me. It's real crazy. <laughs> and Baker. Good old Baker Mayfield. How could you play? Yeah. He's, so, he's so lovable, isn't he? He's a Texas fan. <laughs> I know, I know. Um, speaking of Texas, Sam Ellinger and all of them. Uh, what do you, what what, do you, what are you expecting out of Texas this season? I think they'll be pretty good. I I think last year they solidified the fact that they are back because they made it to a Big Twelve championship game, and I know they lost to Oklahoma, but they still had a ten win season. They were very good. I expect somewhat of a similar season this year. Uh, Longhorns, they did lose a lot on that defense, and it's going to be really hard to replace. But they still have some really good incoming sophomores. They've got production coming back on offense. The running back's going to be really good. He was a freshman last year. I'm expecting big things for him as a sophomore. And Sam Ellinger, if he can take care of the ball like he did last year, I definitely think they're going to have a a 9 or 10 win season and hopefully be back in the Big 12 championship. Can you tell me why you're not a huge Ellinger fan? I just, I don't know, something about him, like, I love him. So I would just like to know why you don't, why you're not, like, all over it. I I really like Ellinger. I think he's a really good quarterback, especially in that system. I just don't always trust his arm. And maybe coming into his junior year now, he'll, he'll win me over. I'm very hard on Texas guys. I, 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 I'm not biased and think that they're all the best thing ever. I'm actually, I kind of go the other way. And they really have to prove that they're worth it until... I come around and I'm a big fan of him. Like even Colin Johnson, I, I think he's going to be like a second or third round pick at most. I don't, it's just, I don't see the speed. I see a guy who's six six. He can win in the red zone, but I, I still, I'm, I'm not going to anoint him a first round receiver just because he went to the school I like. That actually reminds. Me, I actually do uh, remember Matt. I think mentioned on one of your sick to football episodes that uh, that you're really hard on Texas guys. So makes sense. Yeah, it, it takes a lot to win me over. Pretty much you have to win one of those marquee awards. And I will say, uh, I like I was listening to today's episode. Yeah, today's still Wednesday. I was listening to today's episode, and uh, I appreciate the Florida love. Because, you know, Gator fans, I appreciate that for sure. You know, I didn't realize until today how many Gator fans we had that listened to the podcast. And that were active on twitter but a lot of people appreciated that florida love today on the pod yeah me uh andrew harbaugh tyler fornis is a gator fan too uh i can't think of any others like right off the top of my head but yeah we yeah, uh, I, I love I them gators. I, in my mentions today there was there's a lot of people talking about how florida was going to be good and and even talking about their running back who i think is pretty good too and 
if your listeners haven't listened to our podcast yet, they should definitely go give it a listen. But I, I think they're going to be a really good team this year. They're definitely going to surprise some people. Uh, I know I was a doubter before I started looking at their, their roster and their schedule and what they have coming up. I was actually surprised to hear about uh, having you having Felipe Frank and like the Florida quarterbacks up there. They've just got uh, so many of them. I, I'm not a big Felipe Frank supporter, but I, I think that he's going to come into his senior year and he's going to get the job done. And if he doesn't, they have two guys behind him that probably at least want the chance to get the job done. Yeah, I'm, uh, I'm looking forward to it. Uh, so moving on from just Gator Texas talk. Uh, man, I love talking about Florida Gators, you know, I'm a big Gator I, guy. I hate you. He's an LSU fan, Mello. Oh, there you go. <laughs> Not a bad team to be a fan of. Oh, man. At times, uh, it, it's a struggle, but I mean, I love them. I, there are worse teams, I'd say. Um, and so I guess, yeah, moving on from the, uh, from the Florida Gator talk, uh, we this is something we've asked everybody um that's come on um so you you know my cleats my cause uh if you were to create some cleats for that what would you focus yours around i think mine would have to be covered in like apples pencils and rulers and shit like that because as a teacher full-time i see everything that goes into it and i see a lot of the things that you wish you could do but you don't have the budget to do it so a lot of it comes out of the teachers pocket themselves and, and the school budget doesn't really allow for a lot of extra things because you look at the things that they already provide. Uh, I know that my school district, we feed every student breakfast every day for free. There's absolutely no charge on that. Uh, so that comes out of the school budget. And then you look at the lunch costs, the bus cost, all that stuff. So I, I, I know that teachers are underpaid. So I would like to see maybe a little bit more money going into the education system, not just the teachers, uh, but they do have a lot of money that comes out of their pocket every year. Something will pop up and, and they have to pay for that stuff on their own. So if I'm going to do my cleats, my cause, I'm going to do something with the education system. I think it's very important, obviously, uh, and maybe I am biased, but uh, that's going to be mine. Yeah. And uh, you set up every year, you let people Venmo you. It's like $12 sends a kid on a field trip. Uh, if you want to say your Venmo here so I don't mess it up, so people, if they want to help out, they can. It's at Mr. Miller 7 on Venmo if you if you want to do that. Uh, I know last year it, I seemed like Twitter pretty much funded an entire field trip for us. And then I also try to do something uh, towards the end of July and August to get school supplies and school clothes for kids that maybe don't have the the funds to get that done. So I try to do that too. All right, and uh, awesome. Yeah, I don't know if I actually I do know that you saw it because tagged you in it like that the uh, wallpaper Wednesday that we do every week. Um, if you didn't see yet, I actually just sent you one of them that uh that our graphics guy made just for you oh nice i i did not see it yet i'll have to pull it up i'll be sending it to dylan now too because uh, i thought it was great it was his idea it was completely his. <laughs> no idea. that's a good one yeah i'll definitely use that one i already talked about colin johnson and how i'm not a big fan of his but i'll definitely be using that one 
I'll, I'll be tweeting it out uh, tomorrow when the episode comes out so people can get it. But uh, <laughs> it'll be a hot one, I'm, I'm sure. Oh, everyone's going to everyone's going to set that as their new wallpaper. Um, I only have one more question for you, really. It's uh, who do you think's a better wide receiver, Paris Campbell or Paris Hilton Mello? Ah, <laughs> oh, man, I don't know. They're both really good at catching balls. So uh, I'm going to go with Paris Campbell because he's really good after the catch. <laughs> All right, that's, that's a very fair answer. I knew, I knew you were going to go somewhere with catching balls, too. I should have not phrased it like that, but okay. <laughs> you set me up for that one. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, yeah, I guess that does it, that does it uh, for... Our, um, our time with you today so again thank you very much for coming on you can find him at twitter um on at mellow m-e-l-l-o um and one more time what was the venmo for uh um it's what was your venmo at mr miller seven all right cool and we'll be sure to tag that whenever we post this thanks guys i appreciate it yeah no problem of course any any way we can help out for sure um <clears throat> again you're always welcome you're always welcome on. We'll, uh, we'd love to have you again when we have a little bit more time. Yeah, maybe um, we'll live stream me and Brandon fighting, which uh, oh my, I, I'll yes. guarantee that will be Yeah, that, that could <laughs> solve every world problem if we just let people donate or pay to watch that. I'm in. <laughs> All right, well, we'll get it done eventually. <laughs> All right, well, um, thanks for coming on, man. Thanks, guys. 12 seconds later. Hello, and welcome back to the Whole Night Sports Podcast, part two of today's episode. I think uh, Brandon will agree that I segued into this perfectly. Segway Sanders, back at it again. Segway Sanders, there we go. Um, and no segue is good without you ruining it by mentioning how good of a segue it was. Um, so we have a couple of mailbag questions uh, that were sent in. Um... So we can get into those. We have about nine. Good thing I numbered it for Dylan. So yeah, I you can tell that there's exactly nine. <laughs> about nine from my first from my first look, it looks about nine. We have uh, Mike Spencer KKS, um, the usual. He he called in. He called in. He tweeted at us um, and said. Has Mike redeemed himself with a second chug? He talked about himself in the no. third person, which was... You have not. No, it really wasn't a good <laughs> it wasn't. chug. It still wasn't good. It's better than the first one, but it still it's wasn't better, yes. good, Mike. Um, I'm going to text Tyler and tell him to uh, challenge Mike again. <laughs> oh, yeah, please do. Just make Mike do a third one. We need to get everyone we can to challenge Mike. I'm going to ask Mello, too, also. <laughs> Dude, he needs it until he can get it down in one go. And Mike, I don't want to hear this whole like Canadian beer thing. I got it. I got it down in one go. You can too. That was my first time ever. I don't. I don't care about how much alcohol is in your beer. Mine had straight up whiskey in it, so I don't give a damn about your beer. Uh, so moving on. No, you haven't. Um, that was still a really bad chug. It was better than the first Pathetic. one. Pathetic. But that's not saying much. It's not saying much. All right, and then our second one. Second question um, comes in from uh, Tyler McClatchy. Shout out All Saints Considered. Add All Saints blog on Twitter. Um, he asked us if 
uh, we thought that Old Dominion was going to win uh, the Conference USA this year. Um, I'm going to say probably not. Uh, I think their team maybe got a little worse. I don't think they got much better if they got better at all. Uh, and they didn't win it last year, so I don't see them winning it this year. Nice. They went four and eight. Yeah. Yes, as if they're going to win. Yeah. Yes. Um, yes. Old Dominion is going to win. False. They got worse. And they're gonna, <laughs> they're gonna beat, they're gonna win, they're gonna beat UAB. What it really comes down to is they need to win on the road. They went one in five last year away from home, so they really need to figure that out. Uh, and until you can win on the road, now you're not gonna win your division or conference. So, no, sorry, sorry, Tyler, it's not happening. Uh, do your chug, by the way. You can't talk to him about doing his chug. You you waited until your cheat day too, so. No, but see, I have a diet that I was waiting for my cheat meal, by the way, not just cheat day, my cheat meal, and he's just like, yeah, I just saved my calories for the weekend. Calories don't matter, Tyler. <laughs> it's the carbs. Um, it's the, it is the carbs. It is the carbs. Um, all right, and then so moving on, another one coming at us from Mike Spencer, KKS, on Twitter. Uh, what music do you listen to while watching the film? Um, I don't really listen to a lot of music while I film. I typically just listen to whatever the commentators have to say. If it's someone that's really annoying, I'll just throw on my playlist. Uh, but I'll segue this into what I listen to while I study, so I at least give an answer, and that is the Harry Potter soundtracks. I, uh, I, I also... Harry Potter soundtrack? Um... <laughs> <laughs> all right then um i don't listen to music while i watch film that's why i wanted you to answer first so i could figure out if i was weird for that um but you know i i can't do that i i i don't even listen to the commentators half the time i literally am just like so zoned in on staring at whoever i'm watching yeah i mean i don't focus on what they're saying but if like if i was to say i was listening to something i'm not listening to the film on mute you know i have the so commentators on in the background the but i don't listen to anything Whack job. Whack job Canadian. <laughs> do you, do a third chug. You should um, do eight for that. Then eight chugs? Alright, so we have uh, Ross Jackson coming in with a question at Ross Jackson ASC. Shout out to him being on the last episode. 2019 prospects that should have waited until the 2020 class. I know this one easily. Uh, Deontay Thompson. He was, uh, he yeah. was really thin. He had a rough final few games and uh yeah he fell because of it so i think if he would have come back for a year it would have helped him a ton uh transferring also to another alabama player mac wilson uh, uh probably should have waited it's also a fair uh, choice. i guess i guess i'll take the l on this one uh take the l with this one khalil hodge maybe should have waited oh absolutely uh, man, I mean, maybe he just didn't know how unprepared he was for the, for uh, for his combine. Yeah, but that, that, was, that was big yikes. Uh, and now he's one. not on an NFL team. Yeah, which, I, why don't we just skip to question eight then, since that's that's basically the answer that... For 2019 eight. undrafted players still looking for a team. Khalil Hodge, 
Yeah, and uh, mine's another linebacker from the Mac in Richard Olikama. So uh, the, both of those, you're both just like, yeah, those are our guys. And then they never got a chance. Uh, I do know that the Saints were interested in Rich, and so were the Chiefs, um, the 49ers, the Bears, and there was one other team I can't remember. So he, I know he had interest. It just never really worked. Oh, and the Packers. Uh, the Packers did say that they're interested in him. So. Another one, uh, Cole, since I just talked about Khalil uh, Hodge, Cole Tracy. Still not even on a, on a team. On a team. Great it's rough kicker. for some of these guys. Uh, yeah. <laughs> okay, uh, so any 2020 also, prospects? Tr- oh, who you got? No, go. Say, speak it. No, I was going to go to the next question if you were going to answer the question. I know. Again. No, 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 okay. no, 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 no. All right, no, 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 all right, no, no, all right, all right. Uh, 2020 prospects that could have come out in 2019 that we're hoping aren't going to fall off. Um, shout out to shout out to our guest Mello, uh, Colin Johnson. Yeah, that's that's a good one. Uh, I was going to go with Raekwon Davis. That's another one. Uh, also Justin Herbert because that's another yeah, one. Yeah, he could have gone first, and Didn't he Trace, still might Trace have been I believe so, but from Washington. Uh, Trey Adams. Trey Adams from Washington. Yeah, Trey Smith's the Tennessee guy. Um, yeah, that's the I got the I got the, I get those two mixed up all the time. Yeah, that's fair. Offensive lineman named Trey. I get it. <laughs> <laughs> um, Derek Brown out of Auburn. Yeah, yeah. Brown and Davis were both weird. I definitely expected them to come out, and they both Go. would have been first round picks probably. Yeah, easily. Yeah, and then they both went back. It was kind of weird. Uh, Raekwon, I think, might have gone back because I'm not sure if there are character concerns with him. And I forgot which game it was. But he got taken off the field for a little bit because he, like, he punched someone in the back a few times. Like, I don't know. I don't remember what happened. But I just remember he was on top of someone and that person was, like, on their belly on the floor. And he, like, punched them in the back twice. And it was a really weird situation. Uh, so he definitely needed to grow up a little bit. But uh, yeah, I'm hoping that play-wise he doesn't fall off at all. Um, speaking Now speaking of football, Ross Jackson <laughs> also asked us, uh, which dip with chips? Um, I'm, I mean, I'm not a huge chips guy to begin with. But I, I'd, I'd go French onion if I, if I am. You're going, you're going French onion? Alright, yeah. so I'm going... There's this dip that we make. It's it's not like no one ever, no one else makes it, but it's like we have a recipe. It's uh, the buffalo chicken dip. It's the best thing you've ever had. Ross, if you want some dip with your chips... Oh, no, he's vegan, isn't he? Yes, he is. Never mind. But yeah, the the buffalo chicken sauce that we the dip that we make is delicious. It sucks to be Easy. vegan, kind of. Um, the main reason I think it sucks to be vegan is because one, a lot of food for vegans is just more expensive. Um, and unless you're eating like Oreos, which are vegan, so. Uh, and two, I just think too much of the, like the substitute food. It's just not. It doesn't taste 
naturally like like meat, so I don't like it. Uh, but yeah, that's sorry. I I always get thrown off there. Um, we're also also on the schools with the most selections in 2020. Obviously, Alabama's up there. Um, Iowa's gonna be up there because they have. I don't know how to pronounce his first name. I think it's Alaric Jackson. Um, Nathan Stanley, their quarterback. They have AJ Epinesa is an edge rusher from there. I believe they have one receiver that's going to be coming out. Um, yeah, they're just, they're always a team with a lot of talent coming out. I'd probably go like LSU or something. LSU has a has a has a big class this year, with a lot of potential uh, draftees. DB one Grant Delpit. DB two Christian Fulton. I'm not. I'm not. He's not two. Uh, oh, he's Tristan Wirfs is who I was thinking of for the other offensive yeah. lineman. Um, for the I'm Iowa. not seeing him talked about a ton, but he's really good. Yeah. Then there's a. Uh... I don't know how to pronounce this guy's name either, but uh, I just can't pronounce any of the names for Iowa players. Uh, Nate Whiting, I think his name is. He's the tight end replacing Hawkinson and Fant, so that's going to be interesting. Uh, Amir Smith-Marset is the receiver I was thinking of. He has super inconsistent hands, but he's so fast. So, yeah, I'd keep an eye out on that. Uh, Cedric Lattimore is a defensive tackle on Iowa. That he's a senior, I think. So he'll be coming out. Uh, a lot of talent in the trenches for Iowa this year. They have a really good, have a really good uh, draft class. Yeah, Thor's gonna love that. <laughs> Kansas is the powerhouse. Um. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then so I think we have one, one more. more for him. It's one more question, but there's like four questions in it. Yeah, that's true. So we'll just uh, so we'll, we'll knock we'll them go down one by order. one. Yeah, yeah. First prospect watched. Um, the first prospect that I ever watched that I like, wrote a scouting report on, because of course I used to just watch film all the time, just be like, hey, I like this guy. Uh, the first prospect I ever watched that I wrote a report on was Jared Davis, uh, linebacker out of Florida, and I'm still proud of this because it was my first ever report, and I put that. One of his best fits would be the Detroit Lions, and that's where they took him in the first round, I think at 20 overall. Uh, so yeah, I was super proud of that one. Uh, I guess the first one that I wrote down, like sat down and wrote a report on, would be Caleb Wilson last year, or, like before last year. Um, yeah, before the start of the season. Of course, season. I love him. Yeah, and I loved him. Mr. Irrelevant. I still do. Still do. He's he's all. He'll always be relevant. He'll always be re- relevant in my life. I nailed that. I thought you were gonna say in your heart, but okay. In my heart. That's what I meant to say, you know. But I was focused on trying to say relevant, um, and that didn't even work out for you. <laughs> no, I <it> didn't. <laughs> um. So. I figured he was asking about this year, like first prospect watch of this. Um, the first prospect class. I watched from this year was Larry Roundtree the third because 
I fell in love with him when I was watching Drew Locke last year. No, I fell in love with him. Uh, I fell in love with him last year when I was watching Drew Locke. And, uh, yeah, pretty much right after the draft, I was like, okay, I'm going to start on 2020 film. Like, who do I know to watch? And immediately Larry Roundtree came to mind. And I was like, yeah, I'm, I'm going to watch him. And my opinion has not changed. I'm leading this hype train. I am the conductor. Uh, oddly enough, the first prospect I watched this year was uh, Artavis Pierce. I thought you were going to say Grant Delpit and be like sarcastically. It was, oddly, it was oddly enough. No, uh, it was Artavis Pierce. I love. I just was looking for a running back to watch. So I watched Artavis Pierce. Uh, he's going to make some team really happy as a uh, satellite back, I think. Um, the next question we have is most recent prospect watched. Uh, fuck, I don't know how to pronounce this guy's name. I I am apparently really bad with names. Um, to be fair, this one this one's actually really difficult. Uh, so just give me a second while I try to get it. It's I'm gonna say it's Siwo Alani Lua, uh, the running back from TCU. I was watching him earlier oh, today. Yeah, him. Um, dudes. A, bowling ball. I wrote down like six comps for him and I was just like, it's gotta be one of these at the end of this season. Um, Derek Henry? That is one of them that I wrote. He's like 6'3", right? He's 6'3", 231. Jesus. Yeah, so uh, initially... You like running backs over here. I, yeah, I love running backs. These suits, love it. Uh, I actually wrote Frank Gore at first, like just like build-wise, like when I just saw him. Um... And then I realized Frank Gore's 5'9", 220. So, kind of can't go that direction. Um, yeah, what about you? Who's the most recent prospect you watched? Uh, Khalil Tate. Uh, what did you think I of him? Last. Um, he shows flashes. He's always, he's always shown flashes. I mean, I think he could be a good quarterback. Because uh, some plays, he, like, he'll wow me. And then... The other way, it'll be a negative wow, I guess. Yeah, I uh, I even wrote down when I was watching it. I was like, there was one play against Houston. He was like rolling out to his left really early in the game. I know the exact play. That rolling out to his left, and he threw a perfect about. ball. And I was like, how how is he doing that? He's running to his left, and he just drops in a perfect dime. I know exactly dime. the play that you're talking it was about. Insane. I was like, that is the best pass I've ever seen. <laughs> I think I actually put it on Twitter. I'll retweet it if I did, uh, just to get it up there again. But yeah, that was that's ridiculous. Um, but then that's like obviously it. not like the normal also. for him. I do yeah. like him. I gave him actually. Uh, I think I gave him like a for the summer grade that I gave him. I have him as like a backup right now. But I think that as long as he gets more consistent, I think he'll really help his stock. Uh, and the comp that I gave him for now. Until he fixes it, and of course, it doesn't matter about a comp a year ahead of time. But it's Johnny Manziel right now. Like that's what he reminds me of, and they even had the same coach. So, um, do you think uh, he's a junior, right? Mm, I believe he was a junior last year. Let's see, we'll see. He is. He is a junior. Yeah, good for him. He's he's going to benefit. Wait, no, no, no. He's he, no, he's oh, a you know, senior. senior. Okay, so yeah, he's a senior. I know a lot of people have him as an undrafted grade. I I kind of do. I have him as like right now. He'd be marked as like priority, uh, undrafted. Mm-hmm. 
but I like him more than uh than I like Bryce Perkins out of Virginia, mm-hmm. and uh, I like I, him more I think I than Brian Lerke too. Right now, without seeing this season, I'd probably take like a late round flyer, like a sixth or seventh round. Absolutely, especially if teams are going to keep doing the Taysom Hill thing, and they're just going to keep getting an athletic backup QB that they could just have fun with. Like, if I were a team thinking about that, I'd definitely look at Kula Tate or uh, De'Ara King out of Houston. All right, so moving on, uh, we have the favorite prospect watched. Um, that's a tough one, actually. Um, I I'll go with mine because it's not that hard for me. Uh, it's Jalen Johnson. He's that's, man. That's fair. I just I just love watching him play football. Uh, Running back and defensive back are my two favorite quarterback uh, positions to watch. Uh, so I mean, I and watching someone that's good at that. Watch his Stanford game, and you'll just be in the same boat as me. I think. Um. Favorite prospect watch. Of course, I'm going and like writing a scouting report on, not just player that I watched when they were in college. Um, Larry Roundtree's up there for sure. Uh, oh, it's actually it's easy. It's Noah Fant. I was absolutely in love with Noah Fant last year. Uh, yeah, I I couldn't be higher on him. I'm pretty sure I had the highest grade on him out of anybody I saw. Uh, which we'll see if that makes me good or bad. But uh, um, I don't know. I really like this film. Watched, I I watched every single snap of his college career because of how much I liked him after watching just a few games. Least favorite prospect we've watched. Um, oh, Brian Lewerke. <laughs> oh man, he was he was a pain to watch. Um, I I just don't think he's good. First of all. And well, he was infuriating me because he wouldn't make reads like like pre snap reads. And there was one play I remember seeing the safety just walk straight up to the line of scrimmage, and Lurky just didn't do anything like he didn't make any calls or anything like that, and he got immediately sacked. And it's like, dude, like why? How do you not see that? And how do you not make an adjustment there? So he was just infuriating the entire time. I haven't found anyone that I really like dislike heavily, but I mean, I guess if we're going least favorite, um, the one that has like has wowed me the least, probably because I went up with Sahi, went in with such high possess- uh, expectations, is Chase Young. I just he hasn't really wowed me. That's that's fair. That's why he's not edge one this year. I mean, he's still a good player and is going to go top 10. Yeah, he's but he just, just not hasn't the, uh, me. Yeah, like people are trying to make it seem like he's clear-cut, like first overall player. And it's like, well, he's not. So, um, sorry, Buckeye fan. Sorry, Justin. <laughs> but another year, another edge rusher that's overrated, huh? <laughs> um. <laughs> <laughs> that's not us. He's going to like that one. <laughs> Can't wait to get a text tomorrow morning. Dude, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, I mean, that does it. That's all the questions. Yeah. I'll actually throw in another one I didn't like was Bryce Perkins out of Virginia. Um, He just ran 
way too early. Like, he, he's got a good arm, but he would just immediately just sprint. And it's like, dude, like, you could have made some more plays, you could have won some more games. So, I'll, I'll end it on that one. <laughs> okay. And that does it for the whole nine sports podcast. Um, thank, thank you again for Mello for coming on. Uh, you can find him on the Stick to Football podcast. You can find him on Venmo. You can donate to uh, his school, Venmo, Mr. Miller 7. And you can find him on Twitter, at Mello, M-E-L-L-O, on Twitter. And you can find me on Twitter, at Dilly Sanders. And you can find Brandon on Twitter, at WNS underscore Brandon. And uh, do you have anything else to say, Brandon? No, I'm good. Just thanks for listening. All right. Well, bye-bye.